Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's vital for our faith staying strong and growing stronger because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. It also keeps us in focus in our relationship with God and helps us to be better able, having a more spiritual mindset, to be able to deal with all of the challenges of life every day. You know people in your life, don't you, who need to change their focus, who need to start thinking about their relationship with God, their soul's salvation? Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them. It will also be a great blessing for you. So start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about faith, and particularly in pursuit of faith. Faith, where does it come from? Some people seem to think that faith kind of lands on them like uh, a virus, or they get infected with it like a bacterial infection. Well, that's not where faith comes from. Some people think that God bestows faith upon them. That's not true either, because God is not a God of prejudice or partiality. He gives us all the same opportunity to develop faith in him, to come to him through Jesus Christ. And if he simply bestowed faith upon some people, well, you see, that would make him prejudice or partial. We might even say capricious because he would not bestow faith upon everybody in every generation. So where does faith come from? Well, we keep saying it in in the introductions to these today's Bible class sessions. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. The Bible defines faith as the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and verse 1. And faith is vital to our relationship with God and Christ and our eternal destiny. Because verse 6 in Hebrews chapter 11 says, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then Jesus said in John 8 and verse 24, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So faith is absolutely fundamental, foundational to our relationship with God through Christ. Now, we've talked about faith being the foundation upon which all of the virtues, all of the blessings that God offers us are based. It is the center from which the diameter of the Christian life is measured. When you think about all that a Christian becomes, all that he does, the directions he takes, you can trace it all back to the center of the circle, and that's his faith. It is the buoy from which the depths of life are plumbed. We see what we see around us, and we analyze that based upon our faith in God as the creator, 
It is the starting block from which the Christian race is launched. We begin with faith, and that faith leads us to obedience to and commitment to God through Christ. We begin that life as a Christian from the faith that we have developed in God and Christ. It is the dock from which we sail to eternity. Oh, you see, you sit on the shore of the sea or maybe a huge lake, such as Lake Michigan or some of the other great lakes, you can't see all the way across that lake. You can't, certainly cannot see all the way across the ocean. And so the horizon eventually takes the remainder of that body of water away. You see so far. So you watch a ship sail from the dock, and it goes farther and farther toward the horizon, and then ultimately he disappears. But he's going to a destiny. Our faith is the starting block. It is the dock from which we sail through this life, but on to heaven itself after this life is over. Faith is the confidence that someone or something is reliable. I have faith in that person because I know that person. I know the character. But the Bible word for faith, pistis, refers to assurance, persuasion, credence, conviction, and especially reliance upon Christ for salvation. My inspired definition, faith is the substance. And again, we're talking about substance. You can put your your hand on a table. You can feel the substance. It's there. A blind person may not be able to see it, but he can touch it and he can feel its substance. Faith is also the evidence of things not seen. And so, again, think of a blind person in a room by himself, And all of a sudden, he hears footsteps coming toward him. He knows that another person is in the room because he can hear the evidence of that person. He may not be able to see that person, but when they come up and speak to him, he can hear their voice. Maybe they touch his his, his face. He can feel their substance. He can tell the evidence of that person's existence right beside of him. Faith is the foundation of our hopes, a setting under, a support of our hopes, and again, the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, someone might say, wait a minute, what do you mean? If I can't see it, how can I have faith in it? Well, let me tell you a little story. A preacher's small son was told by his mother that he should wash his hands because there were germs living in all that dirt that he had gotten in his hands playing in the backyard. Well, little boys, and maybe little girls too, but I did not raise little girls. I raised little boys, and little boys don't always like to wash their hands. It's kind of an inconvenience for them. So the little boy, he complained, germs and Jesus germs and Jesus. That's all I ever hear around this house. And I've never seen either one, never seen a germ, never seen Jesus. Well, to him, seeing is believing. But seeing is not necessarily necessary for a Christian to believe. Jesus promised a blessing on those who believed without visual confirmation. 
John chapter 20 and verse 29, Jesus said, blessed are they who have not seen and yet believed. Peter said, whom having not seen, you love, in whom, though you now do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. 1 Peter 1 in verse 8. Now, at the same time, just because the eye has nothing to see does not mean that the mind has nothing to examine, that the mind cannot find the proof of the existence. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. But again, what is the basis of that faith? Substance, evidence. Now, we see the evidence of God through everything that he created. Our very bodies with all of the internal uh, organisms that he placed within, and they working together in such harmony and supportive of one another. My word, you think that could happen by accident, by random chance? If you believe that, then you really are taking a blind leap in the dark. We see obvious design there throughout our physical bodies. We see obvious design throughout our world. We see design obviously through the universe that we can observe around us. And that's evidence of the divine creator, the power of God himself. We see the evidence of, of Christ through all of those, quote unquote, even in loosely loosely sensed you know, understandings, all of those evidences of Christianity all over the world, churches, people who believe in Christ and take the, take the name Christian upon themselves, people who read the Bible, people who have developed benevolent organizations in the name of Christ, in the name of Christianity, including a great many hospitals and medical centers around the world, eye clinics, and the list could go on and on. Look at all of the magnificent high-character literature that is inspired by belief in God and Christ. And look at the Bible itself. Always, every single year in our nation, the best-selling book. Now, you say, well, but I still can't see. Do you believe in electricity? You can't see it. Oh, you see its effects. You stick your finger into a vacant light socket, lick your finger first and stick it in there, and if the power is on, you'll feel its existence, but you can't see it. You believe in the wind? You can't see it. Oh, I see the wind. I see it blowing through the, the leaf. No, you see the leaves blowing. You don't see the wind, but you know it's there. The evidence is all around you, all around you. The examples could go on. You believe in atoms? You believe in neutrons? You believe in bacteria? You believe in viruses? You don't see them with the naked eye, but you know they exist because you see the effects. Well, the little boy 
I'm sure, he came to understand through the teachings of his mother and father that uh, these things are just as real as the, as the existence of God in Christ. We're going to stop here. We'll come back and pick up next time and go a little bit deeper into the scripture records. Father, thank you for loving us and creating us. Thank you for sending your son to bring the gospel message of salvation so that we could look forward to having an eternal home with you in heaven. Thank you for your word that guides us in our faith. Thank you, God, for loving us so much. And through your love for us, helping us to see the very character of love, that we can experience it in our lives for other people and from other people. Help people grow in their faith, Father, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.